Hey, it's that time of the week again, and thank you for coming um, to relax or sleep well or get a cup of tea or work. And then here's some trashy midnight reads for tonight. We have picked we, yeah, because you did this with me. Um, new adult again, the category, and I just randomly picked something uh, with my finger, not knowing what it was, obviously, but. Um, I don't think it'll be too bad. I recorded something like a second ago, but then I checked that the cars passing by were just too loud. So I had to move places. And then naturally I was like, this isn't the right book. So I must change books, whatever. Okay, let's get into this. All right, the prologue. We're not even in chapter one. Interesting. Amber. Okay. I sell for the two. I really just... <laughs> Wow, those voices so bad. <laughs> okay. I fell for the two loves of my life when I was 19. Yes, two, plural, more than one. Immoral, maybe. I say, undeniable, uncontained. Some might say I'm wrong to feel this way about two men. Most call me a whore or skink or the town slut. I don't care. Simply put, they each took a piece of what I wanted to give. No one will ever understand the addiction they pulled me into. Both men, the need. Okay, I wasn't expecting this to be actually spicy in the beginning, but maybe I should give a warning. If you're at work, this might be bad if you get caught listening to this, but I really hope not. I mean, this is chapter one. This is a prologue. Hello? You would think you'd keep it. I mean, it's new adult, but yeah. Anyways, I don't think it's... I, okay. All right. Whatever. Um, Where am I? Hmm. No one will ever understand the addiction they pulled me into. Both men, the needle to my next hit. My dizzying high. They were as opposite as fire and ice, yet I ached for them equally. Needed them the same way. One was my rock, my strength, my real da 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 obsession. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> the other was my passion, my burn. They owned my mind in all its thoughts. Every pulse that thrummed through my body and every inch of my shattered soul. A crack of lightning in my dark sky. They were raging, they were a raging storm I never saw coming. An unforeseen heartbreak on the edge of a dangerous cliff. Another metaphor upon another metaphor. That was me, by the way. This last sentence. Little did I know that by the time I turned 20, the death of one of them was going to steal them oh, both away from my life. Okay, that was, a, that was a turn. I guess that's a prologue for a reason. His murder. Me. Da, 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 da. Okay. Chapter one. Amber. Still us. Four months earlier. Four months before we murdered. Okay. I bet it's just like her being guilty about, oh, she did something that made him do something and then he died or something. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Four months earlier, a whiff of fast food hits me as I scan Hadley's University, capitalized both, student dining hall, juiced up jocks, bad boys, and uppity sorority girls to my left, creepy loners, hipsters, and random misfits to my right. I just want to say... Sometimes when people write, 
universities the same way they write high schools? Have they never been to a university? Or is my university so different? Because not everyone has the same lunch hour, dude. But okay. Anyways. Every type of personality is present and accounted for. Each huddled at their societally segregated tables. Clicks. Whoever said college it wasn't filled with them must have been smoking crack. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I chanted my head. Having not a speck of faith that I can. But what the hell is faith anyways? One huge misconception if you ask me. Either way. College has to be a better experience than the 12 years of mental tendium of public school. At least I hope to God it is. Inhaling, exhaling, right foot in front of the left. I start for an empty table. Right before I feel myself falling? Kill me now. Oh my god, this is actually cringing me. This is actually cringing me right now. This is probably the trashiest we've read so far. Um, attention so focused on making it to that damned empty table, I fail to notice a duffel bag in my bag. Falling forward, momentum picking up. Books and paper fly from my hands as my heart flies from my chest. With nothing to grab, I face plant into something that feels like concrete. My knees buried buried between two jean-clad muscular thighs. Wow. The chair concretes. Why is concrete spelled capitalized? What? Concrete sitting in screeches sideways across the laminate floor as laughter explodes, exploding in my ears like grenades. Mortified, I wrap my fingers around his firm shoulders. My nose inches from his. I am cringing. I'm cringing. Because this is so, like, I mean, we've only written, we've only taken two steps in and we're already at a cliche falling scene. Crap. Okay. My savior flashes me a heart-stopping smile as he curls his arms around my waist, absorbing our impact. My breath falters, catching like a snack sweater on a rusty nail. Embarrassment hijacks my body as my gaze falls upon a pair of tattoo-sleeved arms. Streaks of orange fire, shaded skulls, and what appears to be a Chinese writing twine their way over every inch of thinly rope muscle from his biceps to his wrist. My attention travels back north. A blast of jet black hair spiked up messily above the most striking I can fuck you into oblivion blue eyes I've ever seen nearly stops my heart. I'm just saying. If you were looking into somebody's eyes, do you think that? Like, do you just be like, oh yeah, this guy or this girl? I don't know. I can't relate, I guess. It's <laughs> like, just be like, what beautiful eyes. Must be a deep thinker. <laughs> Anyways, um... Uh, where am I? In these eyes, I see amusement. I also see trouble. A healthy dose of rebellion and pure, unadulterated sex. Um, I tighten my grip around his shoulders and his smile widens. There's a heavy air of arrogance in his smile. And something screams at me to run. That this dude's gonna be my undoing. But I can't. I'm stuck. Super glued. Capital S, capital G. Hey, 
by my thoughts to his lap. His features are discerning, perfectly imperfect. Lush, sculpted lips, hard, chiseled jaw. He's a perfect composition of every piece of gorgeous. Drop my pennies now and hold me on for dear life, male specimen I've ever come across. I'm sorry, this is so cringe. I can't, I can't. I know this is so super trashy, but this is so hard. I'm just like imagining. If you were this guy, I guess, I assume she's hot, so maybe you wouldn't care, but just be like, why is this girl not moving? And then you like read her thoughts and she's just having this whole novel about your features for 10 minutes or something. You're like, I just want to eat my burger. Fuck. <laughs> but whatever. Um, God help me. God help me with this reading. A lone dimple dotted kissable cheek. Have you decided? Oh my fucking shit! I can't take it! Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to give him a voice, I think. Oh, what am I gonna give him? Have you just. This is good. Have you decided to be my lunch? If so, I fully approve of this meal. Excuse me? Not like I wasn't trying to fuck you in my head. Sorry, that was me. Talking for her. I tried to ignore his clean scent of smoke, soap, and woodsy cologne. Woodsy? Did I just describe cologne as woodsy? Whatever it is, it's making me high. He's making me high. What's that supposed to mean? He chuckles, and the realization of just how moronic my question was makes me want to crawl under the table and die. Same girl. It means you're in my lap and you look good enough to eat. He runs his calls, hands up and down my arms. This is sexual harassment. I don't know you, but I guess I'm the one who fell on you first and oogled you. Not me. Well, I guess me. I mean, me as Amber. I mean, you and me as Amber. We're in this together. I don't care what sex you are. We're in this together. <laughs> I'm... Ah, where are we? Ah. I tremble. His touch light... Light lighting me up from head to toe. Actually, he continues. Eat is nowhere near the correct word. So vower is more like it. Oh my god, if I had goosebumps, they would come now. Oh, I can't believe you said that. That's so gross. I mean, because it's so goddamn cheesy. Can you imagine? That's creepy, dude. That's so creepy. I Well, I guess it's one of those like really stupid things where if the guy is good looking, it doesn't matter how creepy he is. Whatever. Lies. Uh, um, but this shit still sounds creepy to me. An aggravated half electrocute, electric, electrocutes, acutes, acutes, the air, making me whip my head around. Some porcelain-looking blonde is clearly annoyed by our exchange. I narrow my eyes right back at her and bring my attention back to the dude whose lap is holding my body captive. Are you saying you can't stand up? Are we, we can't stand up? Amber, get it together. You have legs. <laughs> okay. Um, where am I? 
Oh, really? Though it comes out of snarky, the it's the only thing I can think of. Yes, really. He answers, his voice a low rasp. How do I do that? Yes, really. Is that a low rasp? I don't know. He flicks his pale blue eyes to my mouth, dragging his bottom lip between his teeth. Devour is a better term for what I do to you. Although we're surrounded by laughing spectators, an unexpected urge to taste his lip tickles some teeth within my belly. Wait, what the hell am I thinking? Control, he stripped it from me, and I need it. I need to take it back. Despite my inner horror's protest at not being coming a permanent fixture on his lap, I attempt to compose myself as I get to my feet. I smooth my hands through my wavy black hair, and with a steely resolve, I straighten my spine with every intention of walking away without further handy hand handicap hand hand. Oh my gosh, handicapping! Hand, this is not how you pronounce that. Hand. Hand, 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 handicap, handicap, hand, handicapping, 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 my brain. It handicapped me. Okay. We're done with the first page. And thankful for that. God, I don't think I could have handled that. That was a lot of cringe for me. But could I say I'm not intrigued to see where this is going? Well, I honestly, I just want to, I just want to understand. This is where they get me trapped. Like, there's no understanding these types of novels. But I'm like, I want to understand why she thinks this way. Or I want to understand why he thinks this way. And the answer is, they're just horny. But like, I feel like there's a deeper meaning that I need to read a couple pages. That's how they get me. I swear, every single time. But this book, if you're interested, just like me, for observations, like I guess, whatever. It's called Amber to Ashes. I see what you did. Because we're Amber, remember? Amber to Ashes, because she murders somebody by guilt, probably. Who knows? Um, and it's part of a series called Torn Hearts. Number one, the author is Gal McHugh. Let me just get this here. Um, all right. The, let's see what day, what year it was published. It was published June 9th of 2015. All right. Okay. Summary. Oh, I was like, this is unexpectedly have a higher rating than I thought. And it's because okay, I think I read this author's book once. That's embarrassing, but. Like I said, I, I'm intrigued by things like this, as cringy as they are. Um, from the New York Times bestselling author of Collide. I'm not sure, did I read that book before? I can't remember. And Pulse comes a gritty new novel about a shattered young woman. They're always shattered, by the way. Just spoiler. No, not spoiler. Who unexpectedly falls for two best friends as she struggles to overcome the trauma of her tormented childhood. They were a storm I never saw coming. An unforeseen heartbreak on the edge of a dangerous cliff. We read this before. Amber Moretti's life changes in the span of minutes. An orphaned outsider, she's desperate to start fresh the moment she walks onto campus. In the time it takes to cross the university's dining hall, she meets two men who bring color 
air and light to her darkened world. Did you hear that truck that went by? Damn. Um, they became my addiction, each a needle to my next hit, my high. Brock. Um, sorry. I just feel like this name isn't real outside of Pokemon. <laughs> Brock. Cunningham's appeal is dizzying. A potent force Amber can't deny. A green-eyed, smooth talker, he instantly attracts Amber. It doesn't take long for him to consume her every thought, her every breath. Ryder Ashcroft, a blue-eyed, tattooed, and pierced bad boy, turns Amber off immediately. What? What? Why why is this summary lying? I mean, if you just read the first page, you know where they're lying, do you? You know turn do you mean do you mean morally turns you off or sexually turns you off? Because the second one would be a lie. Why are you lying to us, Amber? Uh, anyways. That is, until he kisses her, stealing a piece of her heart, her soul. They were as opposite as fire and ice. Yet I yearn ached sorry. Yet I ached for them equally. Never knowing she could be broken down in so many ways, unexpectedly beautiful yet petrifying ways. This sounds like some toxic relationship shit. Mm, I'm not sure about this anymore. Amber finds herself falling for both men. Immoral, maybe. I say undeniable, uncontained, whatever. Um, but one event changes everything, shattering each of their lives. Dot, dot, dot. And Ember isn't sure she can come back from it. Can you come back from this? Jeez. And this is why you listen to this, because then you never have to ever read these books to know what they're like. Well, unless you're really curious or this piques your curiosity and then I just send you to a spiral of bad books or good books, who knows? I mean, I only read one page of every book. So I say trashy midnight reads, but it's just because I, the way I'm reading it is probably trashy. One and two, because I just assume everything I read is trashy and unless, unless further notice, I guess. But how did you like that? Was it spicy? Uh, enough. It was really short. Although this is longer for how short it is. The, I mean, this podcast. And I can only appreciate you for listening. Hope you found it entertaining. Did you laugh? Or um, did you cringe? Or did you be like, no, 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 no. Don't you see sex in people's eyes? I do. So maybe you're fighting me. I'm not sure. But I'm fine to have that conversation. I love a dialogue. Let's go. Book club. Was it how, I, I, what What would you say on this kind of book club? <laughs> Questionable. But yeah, that's fine. Um, I hope you have a great day, great week. I don't know about post this weekend, but we might. We never know. Never know until we know. But as always, I'm hoping you're having a great time in your life. And if you're not, it's fine because you're here with me and we're chilling. That didn't rhyme, but in my heart, I really wanted it to. And so hope you felt that intention of, of pureness, of um, wanting to rhyme to make it feel good. Um, this is how I end things. Isn't that really funny? Because it's so awkward. And so you're like, oh yeah, this person's so cool and so awkward and funny. So definitely want to share this to a friend or somebody. Yeah, look at me. Totally 
making that work great you're totally doing that anyways as always thanks for listening